0: Hello and welcome to this episode of Believe in Sparks presented by Bet Online AG. I'm your host, Stacey Pates. We're going to have a unique episode for you today with Taya Cooper. We're going to look back on her first couple of years with the LA Sparks. And what I mean by that is we're first going to hear her tell her story of how she even got to LA. It's pretty interesting, a little bit sad when you think she didn't get to finish her collegiate career but she'll tell us more about that and i think she's pretty happy with the way things are going right now so she's not going to be complaining at all so after we hear her tell us about how she got to LA, essentially, we're going to then move to training camp and hear her talk about how she's looking forward to her first training camp. And then from there, we're going to hear her talk on media day and we're going to finish up with her exit interview. So it's kind of a, a season review of Taya Cooper, and I'm super excited to bring that to you today. We're going to begin with her interview with Yahoo Sports and how her college career ended and how her WNBA journey began.
1: I was at Baylor University. Our season got cut short. We was going to make it to the national championship, but it got cut short because of Corona. We got home. We didn't know we was going to have a draft. Nobody knew we was going to have a draft. It was up in the air, and we ended up having a draft on my birthday, April 16th. I was one of the top ten players, so I was invited to the draft, so I did the little ESPN thing. And then I went second round to Phoenix. We decided to have a bubble. Nobody knew we were going to have a bubble. And they decided to do pay cuts because you only have a certain amount of people on the team. We didn't get to have training camp. Mm -hmm. And then time went by and Phoenix didn't have enough for that many players, so then they had to do a pay cut. And that's when I found out I was getting waived. It's nothing I could do. I couldn't control it. I didn't get to have training camp. I didn't get to show nothing other than my senior year that got cut short. So, I mean, I couldn't really be upset. And it was coronavirus. It's a like, It was nothing I could do. So, in between them weeks of me okay. waiting on the car, I seen people opting out. Yeah. A lot of people didn't want to go. I'm like, shoot, I'm going <laughs> <laughs> if I get that opportunity. So. I'm going. But you know, I respect everybody that opted out. But um, yeah, a lot of people was doing it. It was a lot of everybody was just moving. So. I was like, "Oh shoot, might get opportunity," and then the sparks caught. What what was your uh, biggest takeaway from playing down in the the bubble last season? And how do you envision your role changing on this team this year? Um, my biggest takeaway was, you know, learning from all the vets and everybody with experience. I was surrounded by great players, Um, and I just got to learn so much. And then I had a lot of time to spend in the bubble like, our free time with the coaches and, you know,
0: them just helping me grow as a player and a
1: person. And um, I think my biggest takeaway would really have to just be learning. And um, to bring that to this year, you know, just using what I learned and, like, showing that I, you know, grow, like, just constant growth and that um, I'm here to, you know, keep learning and keep growing. And every day I just want to add something new. I think specifically as a point guard, you know, um, just realizing that most importantly, my energy affects everybody. So, you know, just constantly being that energy boost and then also being confident and showing that I know what's going on. I can control the room, I can control the table when, you know, it's my opportunity to, and um, just being a leader with or without the ball. Honestly, like because my you know last year was in a bubble like it's kind of exciting to like have itinerary to travel to you know travel with the team we're not in the same place just getting on the bus and going to the same place uh actually going somewhere else so i think just like even like just taking appreciation to the fact that we get to travel this year and it's not really like a bubble but it's kind of a bubble but you know we making strides to finally trying to open up and uh, i think just that like just appreciating Every step of the way, because we didn't have that last year. So, I kind of am getting like a rookie experience. So, um, I'm really embracing that right now. I and mean, then, when the time presents itself, um, I'll worry about, you know, the game and the game plan and stuff.
0: We are going to take a quick time out. And when we return, more from Taya Cooper from training camp in 2021 as we revisit a season in review with Taya Cooper. That next after this message from our sponsor.
1: Show time. Show
0: time. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Taya, one of the things you talked about earlier was the learning process that was your first season. And specifically the pick and roll offense and defense. When you look at players like Erica Wheeler and Christy Tolliver, in what ways have you learned to execute the pick and roll just by virtue of having those two players that you didn't have uh, in the Wubble?
1: Um, I would have to say, you know, this is my first time experiencing Christy Tolliver um uh, So I think that as of recently, like Christy is like real calm, like not too high, not too low. She stayed medium, she she's real methodical, like she's smooth, it's not like too quick, it's not fast, it's not, it's just like she's reading, she's smart with it. So I think just learning like you know, how to slow down her pace and how she's reading everything and she's taking what they give her and, you know, just making reads off that, just learning that from her and then, um, E is, E is like, she's quick, she changed changing pace, she's fast, she's uh, aggressive on defense, it's like, it's, they, they got two different player styles so like, really I'm getting the best of both worlds when I slow down, change my pace. I get to learn from both of them and um, it's really exciting because they're cool people, they want to help, they want to help me learn so like, it's like an easy transition with the both of them. Um, I think my mindset was really to like, you know, come in, um, be a leader, be vocal, like just everything that I did last year, just keep adding on to that, growing. Um, my energy, my effort, my ability to keep learning, being coachable, um, a pleasure to be around, like just stuff like that. You know, I just, I really wanted to just, keep growing in, in any way possible. So the fact that, you know, we have time to work out with the coaches and, you know, spend extra time in the gym and we're not locked up on time, and you know, opportunity to like work out, it's been a complete difference. Like, um, it's like completely different. I have time, I have opportunity, I have my teammates here, I to work out with them. So it's like, just keep growing.
0: With improvements um
1: have you worked on during the off season, things that you, you want to bring into this season? Um, Really improving all aspects of the game, whether it was my footwork on defense, my footwork on pull-ups, mid-range, threes, shooting quicker, um, getting more body contact on drives, being more efficient, everything. Last year was a difficult situation, um, very grateful that it happened. I still had a good year, and then um, just feeding out that year. I mean, we learned a lot, We a lot of things happened, we bonded. So just really just doing the same thing, controlling what I can control, bringing energy and effort. Um, every time I step on the floor, giving it in my all, like as if it's my last. So, you know, just taking advantage of every opportunity. It seems like you and Erica have really hit it off right away. Uh, I'm just curious what that relationship has been like on and off the court. Like, what are you learning from her as a point guard? How do you feel about having her as a teammate? Um, oh, man, me and Erica kind of got the same personality. So we kind of just uh, grew a relationship um, as, as time went on. Um, I had just met her as a recent, and um, she's a pleasure to be around. She's fun. She's you know she's relatable. She's easy um, to listen to. She's uh, helpful. She's um she's like I don't even know. Um, I can learn a lot from her on the court and off the court. Like business wise, um, she's real smart. She's real uh, financially smart. So just really learned a lot from her. But like life and basketball has been like great and. we have fun. We always have fun. So um, she's a great leader. She's a great teammate. Um, That's
0: my dog. So we've heard from Taya Cooper from her first ever WNBA training camp. Of course, her first season was in the Wubble. So she kind of looked at this training camp as an actual rookie season. We heard about that journey. We also heard from her on her first official WNBA media day outside of the Wubble. And now we're going to hear from Taya as she looks back on her 2021 season and wraps up what she did well, what she still wants to work on and what we can expect in the year ahead.
1: Um I think just delivering when my name was called and um being there for my teammates and then my role changing and um you know doing everything that I could. I think um looking back I did better than I thought I did. And um, yeah, I'm proud of it. Did you kind of view this as like an extension of your rookie season, or were there times out there you felt kind of more like a vet? Like, how, how was it? You know, obviously you started in the bubble last year, and this year, you know, you're traveling and things for the first time. How how, how did you view it, and how was it dealing with that? Um, I feel like last year in the bubble, um, it was everything was new for everybody. So I mean, like. It kind of was different all over, whether I was a rookie or a vet or the vets felt however they felt. It was still new for everybody. So I think this year it was the same thing, being that, you know, this was our first season outside of the bubble for a lot of us. And then a lot of people came back who didn't play in the bubble. So I think that it was just new. And um, my role changed, and um, whether I was a rookie or a vet, um, they made me feel comfortable and that they believed in me, and that's really all that mattered to me. So. Feeling like a rookie or a vet, it really, I don't, think, I don't really think it's a thing. Oh, I'm super motivated. I think that um, although this year didn't go as planned, we grew so much as a team and as a new, like a new, not organization, but like as a new team with everybody being in different positions. And um, we have so much to look forward to, being that this is just the beginning. You know, one can make the argument that. You were a big reason
0: why the team was in a position to to uh, make the playoffs. You, you stepping up. Uh, how do you build on that? And what did you see that made you just go off like that? Like, was there a certain thing that was just like, I, I think I found something here. Now I now I got to continue to build on that. Um, absolutely. I
1: think just playing free, believing in myself, and then just really this off season focusing on being consistent and finding ways to just stay. Like consistently throughout the season, and um, yeah, I think that was that was it for me. Really, just being consistent. I think it was a little up and down. So, like finding consistency even when there is no, when everything is like all over the place, you never know. But still finding consistency in myself and just you know keeping that going. Just a just a quick follow up. Did starting kind of help help in that matter as well? I don't know. I think it would look like that. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Cause I had one of my best games off the bench. So I honestly don't know. True. Yeah. Speaking to the end of the season, you guys stayed in the playoff hunt until literally the last shot. So what makes you most encouraged about the future of this franchise with the way you guys, um, really fought to the end of the season? I think that being all the stuff that we went through and for us to even still have a shot in playoffs, like I think it speaks volumes. Um, we like literally so much happened and for us to still have a chance or an opportunity to even make it all the way up to the end. I think that that, that speaks a lot for us and we have so much to look forward to in your mind. What is like the next evolution of this franchise next year? You guys have a lot of pieces coming back. Um, really being healthy for one. And then, um, just continuing to believe in fish and his, his plan and his vision. And I think we're going to be perfectly fine because what he has in place and what he's trying to get us all to connect on is, is a great, is great. So I feel like once we do that and we all connect on all cylinders, we're going to be all right.
0: We'll be back with more from Taya Cooper after this message from our sponsor. Say goodbye to dull gifts. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the brightest gift of the year. Using cutting-edge technology and innovative techniques, they've cracked the science of sparkle, creating the highest quality lab-grown diamonds you can find at a light price. $800 per carat. They have the same chemical makeup of natural diamonds, but are grown in a lab. Because of their process, they can create stones in blush pink, beautiful blue, and classic white. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the gift they'll never want to take off, priced so they won't have to. They really do make any outfit sparkle. Visit lightboxjewelry.com to add some sparkle to your holiday shopping. That's lightboxjewelry.com. Lightbox diamonds, never a dull moment. Basketball is one of those sports where you can get better two ways. You can either do a lot of one-on-one, working on your skill sets, breaking down specific places where you can evolve your game and elevate your game, or the the competition, right? The five-on-fives. And unlike a lot of your teammates, overseas play was not something that you wanted to do. Talk us through your balance of staying competitive.
1: I play with um, men a lot. So they speed me up a ton. And um, there's sp- just speed and quickness and their vision, and how you know quick their reads are, I think that that'll prepare you whether you go overseas or not um I still could play pick up, I still could work out. I think that having the time to sit back after a full season and being able to work on individual things like specifically, I get to just be in the gym and spend time on myself. I think that it's very beneficial and um. Yeah, I don't have to deal with injuries and stuff. I could do a lot of treatment. I could get, get my body right. So I, it, it's a lot of benefits, honestly. And I think that um, staying ready is just like being in the gym, whether it's individual five on five, four on four, three on three, situational. I think it's, it's a lot of things that you can do.
0: As you continue to grow as a player in the W, people continue to learn more about you, your commitment to the sport, the organization. You're easy to to like, to follow because you're so much fun and you're full of energy. What are some other things we can look forward to um, in terms of your marketability and how you're going to continue to grow your brand? And obviously we know you're part of the Jordan family as well. What are some things that we can uh, be looking out for with Taya Cooper in the future? Oh,
1: man, I think the sky's at the limit right now. I think women's basketball is you know growing um everybody's showing a lot of love so just being on that and um being myself and you know it's amazing honestly I think that um for the first time it actually hit me when I um, I was we had a home game against Seattle and I had went to the bathroom during the game and I came back and like everybody was over the part, the little tunnel part where we come in and it was just screaming to the top of their lungs and there was a whole bunch of people. And that was the first time I I got nervous and I I, like ran through and I just screamed and like, that was like the most craziest moment I've ever felt in my life because I've never felt like that. I don't really get nervous and, you know, I, I'm kind of used to it so it's like, hey everybody and I love it but that was the first time I was ever nervous. So, um, honestly, having fans again is crazy because I didn't even know I had, that much love in places I ain't been yet. So that was exciting to see. And I think that it's just a beautiful thing that, you know, people are following women's basketball as much as they do, and they're having favorite players, and they're getting the jerseys, and just to see that love, because I didn't get to see it in the bubble. And then my college season got cut short. So it's it's a beautiful thing, and um, it keep, it just keeps growing. And I'm, I'm so glad that the little girls are, you know, they come, like, with the whole uniform on and it's, it's beautiful.
0: It is beautiful. And I love your story also, because when you think about it, not being able to close out your college career, knowing in your heart, you were going to go to the national championship in that season, your first experience of the WNBA as a professional, you're in a bubble during a pandemic. So many things seemingly stacked against you, and then if only we knew, right, what was ahead, and now that you're living in that what was ahead, it's so valuable to our listeners to understand to never give up the dream, to never give up when you are given a gift and you know that that's part of your purpose, whether it's playing basketball or being a great friend or daughter or studying to be a doctor and you think you could never get through it. You don't know what's on the other side of that adversity. And your story is one that people should pay a lot of attention to in terms of you were going to take any and every opportunity that came your way and look at you now. And I love it. I can't wait to see what's next. Something else that's really special. For Taya Cooper and her family, her younger brother, well, one of her twin brothers, plays in the association. Sharif plays for the Atlanta Hawks. That is incredible to have uh, two athletes like that. We've seen it before across both leagues Candace Parker and her brother Anthony, and we've seen siblings play. It's, it's a precious, beautiful gift for any family, and I know Taya is especially excited. To cheer on her younger brother and watch him succeed. And I know the feeling is mutual. So, Sharif, we look forward to seeing you courtside at some of your sister's games as well. Our podcasts are available to be downloaded or streamed on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, Spotify, Luminary, iHeart and our website, Believe.com. You can also follow us across social media at Believe Podcasts, at Believe Sports. You can find me at Stacey Pates on Twitter and on Instagram as well. And as always, thank you so much again for hanging out with us on this episode of Believe in Sparks presented by Bet Online AG.
1: One, two,